Thanks for checking out this weekly Sunday message from Carrollton UMC. We pray that God will use this to speak to you and help you grow in faith. We invite you to join us this Sunday at our 10.30 a.m. one-hour service, in person at our location in Uptown New Orleans, or live online on our YouTube channel or Facebook page. To learn more about Carrollton, please visit carrolltonumc.com. We hope you enjoy this message. Our scripture this morning comes from the Gospel of Mark. It is Mark 10, verses 17 through 18. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good, Jesus answered. No one is good except God alone. The word of God for us, the people of God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable to you in all ways, for you are our rock and our ever-present redeemer. Amen. So I started with today's message as part of the Back Pocket Sermon Series. It just was something that was, was I don't know, weighing on my mind, or it just appeared to me to be so, so uh, 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 timely. Uh, but here we go. Um, Americans. Uh, did you know that half of Americans believe that they are the best person that they know? Seriously, no, a survey, 2,000 U.S. residents, 81% said they believe that humankind is inherently good. 75% believe that they're fundamentally a good person. But when asked how they compared themselves to others in their life, 46%, so almost 50% believed that they were better than everyone else they know. And then 72% said they judge other people, and 62% said they thought they were being judged by others. But the responses as to what was a good person were these, uh, kind, giving, friendly. Interestingly, though, when those same people were asked, well, what qualities do you want to have? They wanted to be more successful than anything else. Even over happiness, they wanted success. 62% agreed that everyone has the capacity to become a better person, but only 43% said that they were actually undertaking to, to do that in their lives. So this idea of people being good, according to the survey, I think is a referendum on people being nice or, or kind or maybe trustworthiness. And frankly, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I, I think it's pretty practical to have a sense of whether the people that you're interacting with or who you think you're going to encounter in your life can be trusted or, frankly, whether they'll be pleasant to be around. But let me ask you this. How does this assessment of what is a good person correspond at all with uh, Paul's admonition in Philippians 2 when Paul says, we are to be working out our salvation with fear and trembling? Because all that assessment of good people, even as it relates to evaluating myself, comes across to me as being pretty subjective. And when you contemplate what God expects of us, 
There's no subjectivity to it at all. It's completely objective. It comes from God's perspective, not our perspective. So this erroneously assumed subjectivity concerning our goodness drives us to impress other people and maybe to try to even impress God. Is that possible? Can we impress God? It seems like a normal thing to shoot for. I mean, we certainly don't want to underwhelm God with a lack of a proper attitude or proper devotion, but what makes us think that we can actually impress God? Now, we ask that question against the backdrop of what we preach and know, but what we sometimes don't embrace, that we can't earn our salvation by what we do, by our good deeds. Salvation has been provided to us freely by Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross. And part and parcel of that is that we can never be good enough to merit salvation, which is why the scriptures are abundantly clear and the most recognizable one. You know, John 3, 16, that whosoever believes in Jesus as Lord and Savior shall have eternal life. Scripture does not say whosoever is good or whosoever is trying to be good merits salvation. It's all about accepting Jesus as Savior. So then where, do, though, does that behavior part come in? Where do we do good things? Well, we do that in response to accepting Jesus as Savior, in our following Jesus, emulating him. It should all be reflected in our behavior, and it's being obedient like Jesus, who scripture tells us made himself nothing. He took on the nature of a servant and he humbled himself unto death, even death on a cross. That's all about obedience. That's not about trying to impress anyone, certainly not people. Jesus was emphatic on this point that our actions all of them have to be rooted in God. In Matthew 5, he says this, if you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Don't even the pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. In other words, what Jesus is saying, he says, look, these non-believers certainly seem to have various characteristics of good people, although Jesus is certainly not convinced, and it's really only Jesus' opinion that matters. Invariably, when I get on this topic of good people, I begin to think back to when we were working with the counselors from the New Orleans Mission. These counselors came from a pretty rough background, I mean really rough and I mentioned the concept to one of them about people thinking that they are good people as if to distinguish themselves from the, I don't know, the homeless people that we were ministering to on the street. And one of the counselors said to me, good compared to who? And I thought, yeah, like compared to Mother Teresa, compared to Jesus. It seems like we have to arbitrarily adjust our standards in order to qualify ourselves as good people. And we declare ourselves or even declare other people as good people because we lack faith. We don't know God sufficiently and don't embrace sufficiently what God has promised us. The more we say 
things like I am a good person, the more we are saying Jesus' sacrifice just isn't enough. That's not only wrong, but that's definitely not impressive. It's not that we're not supposed to be doing the right things, but we're not supposed to be performing out there in our playing field in an effort to convince other people that somehow we have worth, that we have intrinsic value, that I am a good person. We're not supposed to shake the offering plate when we donate money to the church. And when we do what we're supposed to do, we're not supposed to flaunt that for purposes of impressing other people. Curse you, social media. Most of us, though, should consider this to be a relief, that we don't need to impress otherwise, or other people. Society tells us otherwise, but Scripture bails us out on the point, gets us off the hook. Paul says in Galatians 1, he says, am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Jesus. And then Jesus, he seals the deal in Luke 16. He says, you are the ones who justify yourselves in the eyes of others, but God knows your hearts. What people value is highly detestable in God's sight. For those of us who run around talking about how that's a good person, or this is a good person. Remember Matthew 7. Do not judge or you too will be judged. It's interesting about that scripture. It doesn't place any limits on just eliminating negative judgments about people. That's where we usually think about it, right? But it's for any judgment you make regarding the value of another human being. Because judgment like that is for God, not for us. And for the rest of us who go about talking about how I am a good person, this is where the most dangerous problem lurks. Because when we say, I am a good person, it's usually to take the pressure off of me. Think about people you hear saying that about themselves. Very often they're saying, I'm a good person. I don't need religion. I believe in God, maybe even Jesus. But I don't need to be in church I don't need a bunch of rules telling me how to live my life or how to be a good person. I'm doing fine. I'm a good person already. And in that moment, in that erroneous assessment of being a good person, you have separated yourself from God. And if you go about imposing that judgment on other people by declaring them to be good people, whether you realize it or not, you may be pushing them away from God as well if they are buying into what you're selling. Paul sums it up in Romans 3, says this, this righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And all are justified freely by God's grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. So when Jesus, in our scripture, the first one we read today, right before we started, recognized that the person addressing him as teacher was unaware of the true nature of Jesus, Jesus said, why do you call me good? No one is good except for God alone. 
This was Jesus making a statement that he apparently thought was more important than acknowledging his divinity at the moment. More important than telling the man, yeah, you're right, I'm good. Instead, Jesus thought it vital, because he is God, to make the point, no one is good except for God alone. So with that as a backdrop, are you good? In a manner of speaking, you are, because you're still living and breathing. You still have a chance to do what Paul directed, not resting on your laurels as a good person, but instead working out your salvation with fear and trembling, leaving no stone unturned in order to continue to improve yourself each and every day, continuing to increase your faith, not in yourself, but in the saving power of Jesus. Let us pray. Lord, Lord, you've made us in your image, but we are not you. Help us to understand that, to embrace that, to embrace Jesus and his sacrifice and to really be your children, Lord, and to look for you for all goodness and all certainty and all faith and all hope in our lives, Lord. Never relying on ourselves totally for that, Lord, but putting you first and helping others to do the same. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord and Savior. Amen.